Ambassador Sunita, we're here together. We were together. Good to see you again. Yay. So excited to be here with you and this amazing book. And I mean, we have just been rocking it over the last couple of months here with the book, the conference, and now this. Oh my gosh. Well, for people that are watching that are like, who is who are these people? <laughs> I'm Dr. Pamela and I am an author in this amazing book as well. And this is the Purpose with Pamela platform. And I am so excited to have some amazing authors with me. Right now I just have one and I am gonna ask Miss Ambassador, would you please tell us who are you? Oh, wow. Who am I? I am Ambassador Sanina, or you can just call me Sanina. That would be fine. Um, I am from a little town called Fulton, Mississippi. I'm a little country girl. <laughs> I'm a mother of three, all adults. Woohoo! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I have one, two grandbabies and one on the way. Um, I'm just a minister of the gospel. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm an author. Yeah. I'm actually a three-time author, best-selling author, twice internationally as well. And um, yeah, anything else you need to know, um, you can find out at the end of this. I love it. Thank you so much. And congratulations. You have another grandbaby on the way. How fun yeah. is that? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Ambassador Sanita. And Michelle is back. Yay! <laughs> tell us, Michelle, tell us, who are you? So, hi, my name is Michelle Austin. I'm from Washington, D.C. I'm a case manager. I'm a coach. Um, I'm a mom, a grandma, best friend, god mommy. <laughs> I am just someone, I am the motivator. I'm the CEO and owner of M2G Monet. Mm, I love that. I am a motivator. And I can feel it even as you said it. Like, yep, that's who she is. All right. She's a motivator. And you have many different glasses because I got to see <laughs> them at the conference. So did you wear those at the conference? I'm trying to remember if I saw those they look blue tonight. yes are they, they cool? have the blue on and at the conference they are so cool they have yes, a very cobalt look to them through the camera <laughs> i love it i need them to go with my blue shirt here <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i have some yellow ones too okay, all right. i'm so excited to have you ladies here and so let's start out and have you give a little bit about your backstory and then how you ended up in this incredible book. So Ambassador, why don't you start us out? Tell us just a little bit about your backstory so people get to know you a little bit more if they don't already. And then tell us how you ended up connecting with this amazing powerhouse back here, Apostle Dr. Deborah Allen. Yay. Well, I connected I connected to her originally on Clubhouse, if anyone has ever heard of that. That's how I met her. Um, but she had a special going on wee, uh, for a coaching session. And it was like so cheap, you know, for how much it's really worth. It was so cheap. And I was like, I don't really have this. 
I have got to take this opportunity for this coaching session. And so I took that opportunity. Um, I took what I had and we worked something out and bam, here I am. And so she began to tell me about igniting the millionaire. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Cause I'm, I wasn't sure that I was really in a place where I could write anything. Um, but she said, you have got to be a part of this. In so many words, she told me, you know, you, you've got to be a part of this. You can do it. She motivated me and just encouraged me so much. And that's how I got a part of this, just with her telling me about it and connecting to her from Clubhouse. And now I'm, I've connected to you, wonderful, beautiful ladies. And that's how that happened. And I just found, uh, found myself in a place of what am I going to write? You know, what am I going to write about? And it took me a while. It was like a last last minute thing because I really couldn't figure out what specifically do do people need to hear right now? And he said, people need to know more about their identity because they really don't know who they are. Yeah, they are uh, who they are. And so that's pretty much what my chapter is about. Oh, I love that. People need to know who yeah. they are. Oh, that is so powerful because in a world where you are either uh, who you are with in a relationship, like I'm the wife, I'm the, I'm this partner, I'm the, what, you know, or I am my job, right? Mm -hmm. or I am my political, you know, inclination, or I am the culture and the ancestry of where I come from. What I'm hearing you say, I can't wait to hear more about your chapter in a few minutes here, is that God was saying to you and through you that people needed to know whose they are and that that is a higher position than anything on the earth zone. Like, that's so powerful. It is. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Okay, well, thank you so much. And again, just like want to point to this, you connected with Apostle Deborah on Clubhouse. Yes. Right. So now, question about that: Are you were you at that time somebody who just was like, "Oh, I'm on Clubhouse all the time"? Was this? Did you go? Did, was this a random stop into Clubhouse or appearing to be random? We know it was. Oh, no, honey, I was faithful. <laughs> you know, once it first came, once I first found out about it and got on there, I was. I was a regular, like I was on there all the time. And then I think I was on there before Apostle Deborah. I'm not 100% sure of that, but I've been on there ever since 2020, I think. Wow. So this will be three years. And somehow I end up in her room and that voice, you know, it just draws you in. And then I was in her rooms, you know, consistently as much as possible. I was going to, because she does it while I was at work, but I still will go in and listen. And so, yeah, it was a consistent thing. That is amazing. I did, and I just wanted to point that out because sometimes we forget that we have to make a move and then God makes that next move, right? And so, and then we have to be faithful to continue to do what we're doing. And, and as we're faithful in that little bit, then more is given. And so here you are coming into Clubhouse, being consistent, 
end up in Apostle Dr. Deborah's room, continue to come back and circle in that. Then the offer is given for you to join in one of her programs. Yes. And you jump in and now here you are. Hold up your book again. Hold up your <laughs> book again. Here we are today. All because we said yes to Clubhouse. Come on now. Like, that's, that's it, right? The little yeah. things it can mean so much. Wow. Thank you so much, Ambassador, for sharing yeah. that with us. Uh, Miss Michelle, woo! All right, it's your turn. Tell us all about you and your backstory. So my backstory is um, Apostle, Apostle Dr. Deborah Allen is actually my coach. Um, I have been following her for, well, I actually met her in October 2021 is when I first began to write. So this is not the first book I am with her. I have been on this journey with her. Like she has taken me on a journey to birth this woman in me. Um, so I'm a forever Deborah Allen fan <laughs> because, um, yes, um, it's, it's like I not also met her on Clubhouse. Um, so I was on Clubhouse. I just got introduced to Clubhouse. I actually went on there to listen to somebody else preach. Couldn't find them, couldn't find my way, but I ended up in this room and she was actually um, talking. And I was on this journey finding a mentor in my life, somebody that can help guide me through this next stage of from where I was coming from. And it was like the voice I heard was like, oh my God, like to me, she sounded like the mother of the church. She sounded like one of them, them, the old, they called the mother, the mother of the church, the senior citizens, the old ladies, the women that was in church. And I was like, wow. I was like, it's her, her voice was just so powerful. And I was like, drop it in my inbox. <laughs> so I'm going to drop my number down here. So when she dropped her number down there, I was like, why am I calling this lady? Like, I'm so scared. Like, I was so timid. But when I called her, it was just like, it, it was so welcoming. It was so, and I told her off the back, I said, I am a crybaby. <laughs> I am absolutely, like, I cry for everything. Like, I'm so sensitive. I'm a crybaby. She was like, don't worry about that. Everybody cry about something. Yes, but during that time, it was like, helping her. It was just like, she helping me to find that woman that was hiding under all of that gunk, mm -hmm. that was hiding behind the smile and just, just bringing her to life again and allowing mm -hmm. me, to, and helping me to dream again. And that, that's why it's like, so when she came with to me with this project, I was like, okay, why not? I was always the millionaire on the rise with her last year. So I was like, it's no way I'm not going to be enlightened the millionaire. I'm a very motivated person. I love to share with people. So, and it was really, it's, it's exciting to just be here. Like, just to be a part of that wild aha moment. And she just know how to wake up that person that's dead inside you. She know how to bring it back to life. Oh. That's good. That is so good. And it's so true. She does ignite the voice inside uh, inside a person who uh, even if they don't think they want to be ignited right <laughs> you get around apostle deborah and even if you're like 
I'm not sure. You know, it's it, it's coming out. You're coming out. That is so amazing. And so here there was a connection on Clubhouse for you with her as well. So wow, great happen wow. on Clubhouse, y'all. If you're not on there, you might want to think about it because some awesome things happen there. Okay, so now this book, which first of all, oh my goodness, this cover. Oh God, it's so beautiful. It's royal and just, ah, it's just gorgeous, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I took a look at it and I was like, yeah, that's that's us, right? That's every one of the ladies represented. Well, okay, so now let's take a little trip. And Ambassador, would you start us out and tell us, give us a little sneak peek into your chapter and then um, don't give it all away. <laughs> but give us a sneak peek into your chapter. Ooh. Like I said, um, my chapter was mostly about how in life we lose our identity. Somewhere down the line, we, we, we kind of know when we're young, you know, as we become to be adolescents, who we are. We are so secure in ourselves. We believe in ourselves. Somewhere on down the line, we begin to have those doubts. And we, we don't really know, you know, we don't have our full identity of who we are and whose we are. And that's what my chapter talked about is from ashes to beauty. And, and, and I've been in that ashes stage, that stage where I didn't know who I was, that stage where I was being uh, wounded and abused and, and, and burnt, you know, in different situations. Uh, like I mentioned being raped in here, you know, you may have been raped. And so sometimes when you deal with those kind of situations, you lose yourself. You know, you may have been in an abused relationship and somehow in that relationship, you lost yourself. Even as being mothers, we sometimes lose who we really are because we focus on being mothers and we lose focus on what we what our whole uh, what our dream was. We, we lose focus on a lot of things because we focus on being the parent. We focus on being the wife. Well, you know, we, we, we're focused on uh, being sometimes even a sister or a friend. And so sometimes we, we kind of mold ourselves into what other people want us to be or the words that's been spoken over our lives. So sometimes your mom say that you are this or that, or you will never be this or that. And sometimes you begin to believe those things that has been spoken over your life. And so that's what my chapter kind of talks about how when God first called me and I was completely lost, like how, how in the world can you choose someone like me that don't even know who she is? I don't know my identity. I don't know who I am. I don't even know how much you, I don't even know if you really love me, you know, Jesus. But I had that moment that I realized how much he really cared about me. And so he is, you know, we are the apple of his eye. And that's what my chapter, you know, really talks about. Just the process of going from, you know, not knowing who you are to the middle, you know, kind of, saying, I, I know who I am, but you really don't know who you are to God revealing everything about you, your call, 
you know, we're more than just mothers. We're more than just the, the, you know, the women that's supposed to be in the kitchen cooking and cleaning. We can be authors, you know, we can be business owners, you know, we could be all of those things. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, my chapter talks about just pushing past the past and all the things that you've been through. You, uh, uh, I got a, a little piece in here that says you can't become if you don't overcome. Woo, say that again. You can never become if you don't overcome. So that means you're going to overcome. You're going to have to overcome some hurt. You're going to have to overcome some pain. You're going to have to overcome being misunderstood. You're going to have to overcome the hurt of, you know, of your past, of being raped, of being abused. You're going to have to overcome those things. You know, I'm just speaking a part of my testimony. I'm going to talk about myself and use me as an example. So I had to overcome those things being wounded. I had to overcome those. So I could never become everything God's called me to be if I don't overcome some things. I have to overcome to become. So yeah. it's basically, that's basically that in a nutshell, just a little bit of it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Now I have a couple of questions for you, Ambassador, that from things that you said. Um, you said that you know you were in that place of ashes and you called that you know, a place where you were lost, you used the word burnt. Mm -hmm. And I, I circled that. I wrote it down and I circled that. And I wanted to ask you why you used the word burnt. Like I could feel it when you said it. What does being burnt mean to you? To me, it means being connected to people that that you trust so much and they take advantage of that trust. Yeah. That's what it means. When, when I feel like I've been burnt, it's because I trusted you so much. Like I almost put my life in your hands and yeah. I trusted you just that much with my life. And somehow you dropped the ball or okay. something happened where I felt like, woo, that's how you feel about me or whatever the situation may be. And so that's what burnt means to me. It means that I put my hands and my life in someone's hand that I trusted so much, trusted literally with my life. That's powerful because if you are in a place where you were burnt or if you watching tonight or later are feeling like, yes, yeah, I trusted this person. I gave my all to that person. I had no idea that this was coming, that you were blindsided with things, taken advantage of, and you feel burnt. Uh, I want to ask this next question to you, Ambassador, for those people out there, especially the women out there going, yep, that's me. I've been there or I'm there right now. You said that you went from a place of feeling burnt to a place of hearing God tell you who you are. Like that, you actually wrote down that you had aha moments. Mm -hmm. Was that transition kind of, a, was that a bumpy road uh, coming from a place where it's like, I don't know if I could put my, I don't know. Can I, I mean, even though we are talking about God, let's be real. Life has happened. Was that hard for you to say, okay, yeah, uh, I know you're God. I know you're Abba Father. I know you're Jesus. <sighs> It's so easy for me to just, you know, put the ashes of my life into your hands. 
or was that a scary bumpy ride it was a very scary bumpy ride and and for me this the only thing that i can tell you that helped me um being in the place of worship because when you worship everything falls off (laughs) you open up your heart and you totally surrender so that's the only thing that got me through that moment was worshiping i mean literally on my face yeah okay so take us on just a little little trek here what is when you said that you were worship, when you would worship, what did that look? What is that like? Just for the person that's hearing that, and it is like, okay, I play music, I worship, I sing to the songs. What was this worshipful experience to you that changed everything? Because it brought you to the place of trust. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down here that you said you could push past the past. So. There had to be a place in you where you felt safe that you could trust God, that you could trust that there was a plan that was greater than anything that you had known and that you were willing to to swallow hard and, and do the part of pushing and push past your past. And if the key nugget there is worship without like, again, giving everything away from your chapter, what can you say to that person right now that is saying, Okay, can you can you give me a little details? How do I enter into that place? Ooh, that's good. Um, worshiping necessarily is not all the time um, having music. For me, I've had music as I worship, but the thing is, you have to open up your mouth. So you can't don't just listen all the time. Open up your mouth, and what helped me is I begin to say, "Lord, create in me." A clean heart. Renew the right spirit within me. Clean me up. Change me. Open up my heart and mind. Give me wisdom. So that's what worship looked like to me. And it's very important to have a heavenly language if you don't, because it builds you up. And so once I got that, boy, you can tell me nothing because that's something I really, really wanted. I wanted that heavenly language. And so use your heavenly language. Uh, sing, hum, whatever the Lord puts in your heart to do or say, just say it. But first, you got to open up your heart and say, Lord, look at me. Clean me up. Search me. And I know for you, for some people, that may not be easy because you think that you've done so much wrong that you can't tell him to search you or that you can't talk to Jesus. But you can. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your past because I got a whole testimony. But this this book is not talking about that. Uh, But, yeah, just open up your heart, fall on your face, cry out to the Lord and tell him to search you. That is so powerful. And what a, what a nugget of truth that the worship is not only about singing those songs, but in Romans 12, it talks about, you know, our life is supposed to be a worship, right? And so how can our life be a worship to him if we don't start by saying, change me, mm-hmm. change me and help me? So fast forwarding to today, Ambassador, you've gone from ashes to the glorious place you're at now. You know, we're still going through processes. It's levels to this, but go ahead. 
no, no, right. It's an ongoing process. For yes. reason, but from where you were to where you are right now, who are you and whose are you? Woo. One thing at 38 years, I'm 47, but at 38 years old, I realized how much he loved me. It took me 38 years to say, wait a minute. Jesus really loves me. I've heard the song, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible. But no, I realized that he was my father. I, I couldn't I couldn't claim my mother's Jesus. I had to claim him and build a relationship with him for myself. And that changed my thoughts. It changed my mindset and it changed my heart. It changed how I looked at myself and how I carried myself. I'm far from perfect, but I'm in a better place, so much better than I was 10 years ago before he called my name. Cause I don't do the things that I used to do. <laughs> I don't go to places that I used to go. And so that's how I know I'm in a place of beauty because now I've written three books. I have a women's ministry. I minister to women. I, I, um, I'm i a PCA, so I work with the elderly. I'm a patient and caring person. Nobody can do that but Jesus. <laughs> He's the only one that can give you patience to work with those that are set in their ways because elderly people are really set in their ways and they can say some things to you like, wait a minute, did you just say that, Miss So-and-so? <laughs> that really hurts. But yes. That's how I know that I am in a different place. It was a process. I had to overcome some things, uh, some obstacles and some challenges in life. But um, I'm definitely in a better place, Dr. Pamela. Oh gosh, that is such a powerful story. And there's more to it right here. Whoops, I dropped my notebook right here in this book. Yes. Okay, we're going to come back to you in a couple of minutes, Ambassador. Miss Michelle, hello, hello, hello. Go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you, darling. Um, hey, check it out. We are hearing amazing stories. Ambassador's story. Oh my gosh, isn't that incredible? Um, I can't, cannot wait to hear yours. So tell us a little bit about your chapter and drop some nuggets for us here. Take it away. So my chapter, my chapter was about losing yourself, lose yourself. And, mm. and how I came up with that topic was um, first I was asking God in the beginning, like, what am I supposed to write in this book? I'm already here. I can't run. I came back out, already started, already made a commitment. And so many times I wanted to give up. But then it was like, so what's, what was going on in my life and what was happening in my life was learning how to walk away from things that wasn't serving me, wasn't helping me grow, wasn't help, wasn't doing anything for me in the time that I needed and moving forward in my life. And I felt like I didn't want to go backwards. So now it was time to lose me. So in order to lose myself, I had it was about detox. Detoxing from people, places, and things to get to the next level that I needed to go. So I came up with a formula in this chapter and study how and behind my smile, it was time to smile with a purpose. So my chapter is really about giving up everything and being able to walk away from places and things and being comfortable with it. 
and knowing that you made the right decision and you're being guided by God decision that I checked with God. I had a conversation with God. So I know the decision that I'm making is great and I'm, and I'm okay with it. And one of the things that I knew that I was on the right path when I began writing this chapter was I started walking away from places and things. And it was like, I didn't feel depressed about it. My emotions didn't get in the way about it. It was just about being free, walking out, walking away from other people's shadows so I could become the woman that God was calling me to be. And that was the most important thing that I wanted people to know in this chapter about you got to smile with a person with a purpose don't just put on your lipstick and be like oh i'm cute it's something behind this lipstick that you really need to know what's going on it's some things and some process that i had to get through so you can see that this lipstick is not only pink but you see not only the lipstick you see the glow that's coming through the lipstick so that's what my chapter was about it was really about lose yourself and if you wanted to get to that next place and that next level you have to you have to drop some stuff off you have to leave some stuff behind and don't be afraid to do it. I love that. Don't be afraid to do it. So you said that you had to walk away. You've shared that a few different times here while you're talking about your chapter. So was that hard for you to do if we go back to before you realized it, before you made that decision? Was walking away like not an option in a season of your life was that an, was that an awakening to you when did you realize that not only did you need to walk away but that you were willing to walk away okay <laughs> so one of, one of the things i knew that it was time to walk away because um so i have dreams like i'm a dreamer and i ask god questions and when i ask god questions wherever i show up at before i get to that place like if i'm on my way to church i ask god a question and if god give me the answer to that question to run across that pulpit that i ain't asked nobody i know i'm in the i'm going in the right direction and I, i'll get so excited because he answered me just like that meaning that i'm asking god i'm communicating with god and he communicating back to me and i'll be like oh wow but sometimes i'll get so hard-headed and don't move right away. And he allowed things to happen. And I would just smile. And I'd be like, oh, my goodness. So I was on the right road, but I was taking my time to do it. So because I was taking my time to do it, he did it. He allowed it to happen. And for mm -hmm. me, that was peace. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is really working. It was an aha moment for me. Like, oh, I am moving moving in the right direction it is time to make some disconnect not that they were a bad connection but it was time for me to grow as an individual and not being attached to everything just because everybody else was attached to it it was really time for michelle to grow because michelle has a lot of talent a lot of things to offer that she does not and being being able to separate myself from other people i can no longer hide in your shadow I can no longer hide in the background because I know my worth. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. Not that I do it all the time, on time, but I know that I'm not supposed to be certain places and certain things. And this, this really was my detox season, like just walking away from people and being able to stand out on my own where people see me and not everybody else. Or I don't need you to speak for me. I can speak for myself. I'm not that emotional, broken person anymore. 
people that I got to hide behind you because I don't want nobody to trigger me or those triggers to pop up. So I thank God for those moments. I thank God for the separations because they were needed in order for me to, to show you that I am a confident woman. I don't need your validation. I am Ooh. who God said I am. Yes. No explanation. I don't need you to validate me. I don't need you to say, oh, you can do this now. Mm -mm. I don't need that anymore. I don't have to hide behind you. I don't have to be your shadow or behind your shadow for me to grow. I can stand on, on my own. And I'm so excited about that because I was emotionally broken and hiding behind everything body and doing and doing and i can honestly say and buying friendship so in this season of writing this book it was more so let me tell you how i lost myself it's about you have to lose yourself to get to that next level and, and be confident that hey i'm gonna make it with you i'm gonna make it without you but as long as i got god i'm gonna make it so nothing else everything else is just not necessary so that was that was really what it was all about for me is Lose yourself. You're going to enjoy it because I got the best peace in this world and I don't, I'm not even concerned <laughs> what's going on on the outside. And I love how you use those words, lose yourself in such a positive light because so many times th that statement, lose yourself, is held in a different um, light or in a different definition of I was lost. I had lost myself. I couldn't find every like, you know, and you, you are using those same words and utilizing them with such power instead of the negativity. And, and I love how you are, how you're turning that around that you're losing yourself is the process of finding yourself. And Ooh, I yes. think that, that is so powerful and that in losing yourself, you were detoxing yourself. And I wanted to ask you a question about detox because, you know, there's a couple of ways that people would think about that. Uh, detox, maybe in the area of an addiction, um, having to detox out of something, or maybe detox in the area of, oh, we're going to do a liver detox or a cleansing or something like that. What can you say about that detoxing for somebody who is in the process of rediscovering themselves, what does a detox look like for that? So I would say a detox will look like giving up those things that does not, that does not no longer serve you. Nice. And, and you have to be willing to accept that. Like just self-evaluation period is a detox where mm. you, you're able to go in and deep on yourself and figure out, wow, I've been sitting here this long, just wasting money. I've been sitting here this long, giving up time and not receiving. I've been sitting here this long, just allowing things to. Uh, and remember, I say allowing because we allow things to happen that we know better and we should do better. But until we do our self-evaluation and understand that, you allow it. So you have to be able to do that self-evaluation of yourself and understand that I'm a detox from this. I've been around this person too long and I'm not growing. 
I've been hiding in the background for too long and I'm not growing. I've been doing this for so, so long and I'm just not seeing no results. So what am I going to do to make my life better? And I'm going to have to lose myself if that means walking away from everybody in order for me to become who I'm. That is so powerful. And again, that whole idea of losing yourself in such a positive light, it that is just so empowering. And I, I loved how you talked about that detoxing means getting rid of anything or any relationship that isn't serving the greatness in you, that's not serving the God call on your life, that's causing you to, um, to like, uh, you had changed, you had used the words being free, that you were now free. And so if you say, hey, I'm free, then things that you needed to detox were those that were making you feel bound. And I, I could just, I can see it uh, on your face and in the, your voice, just the freedom that you are walking in now. So for anybody that is out there that is like, yes, I need to do what Michelle is talking about. She's given you some great instruction here that it's time to lose yourself, to find yourself. Um, to detox means to shed away, to walk away from things that are holding you back. If it doesn't feel like freedom to you, then it's bondage. And that is what you need to detox from. And wow, wow, wow. And now here you are smiling with a purpose. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's so great. And look at that smile. Yeah, so much purpose behind that smile. Thank you, Michelle. I'll circle back to you in a moment. That was so empowering. You ladies are taking me to school tonight. I'm loving this. I'm writing all, I, I dropped one notebook, so I grabbed another. <laughs> and I'm getting written all kinds of goodies down here. I love it. So um, Ambassador, now I want to ask you a question. Um, you know, as we start to wind down our time together, is there anything in particular that you want to make sure that you are highlighting for the person that's watching tonight um, or that is like they're considering, yeah, maybe I do want to get this book. Um, we want them to know how to get it from you, of course. But if they're hanging in the balance about whether or not they should get it, why should they? And is there anything else that you really feel like ah, I need to say this? Yes. Um I think you should, I know you should get this book because I think it's really going to help you. Oh God. In so many ways, it's going to help you uh, find your identity. If you don't know your identity, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know whose you are, if you don't know what uh, stage in life you are in, if you don't know what you need to let go, um, what you need to intake, you know, this book is going to help you with so many things because not just from my uh, story or my um, the part that I wrote, but just from all the authors, you know, as a whole. But mm -hmm. I did want to say I highlighted something in here um, because this is what I want everyone to hear and know. Don't think less of yourself in those dark places. Mm -hmm. Don't think less of yourself um, in 
you know, bad situations, dark situations, whatever situation that you are in, in the, I'll just say like this, in your trials and your tribulations, I'll say those words. Don't think less of yourself if others think less of yourself. But if you're going through anything, always take a breather and make some adjustments. I said that in the book. Mm -hmm. Don't think less of yourself. And always take a breather and make some adjustments. Only you know those adjustments and the, and the adjustments needed and that you take will shift your life. So whatever situation that you've been through, guess what? If you're listening to my voice, it did not kill you. Kill you. you survived it. You survived it. So you've come from a place of ashes to beauty because you survived whatever tried to kill you. And I want to just leave it right there for now. You survived whatever it was that was trying to take you out. It didn't take you out. Now that is shouting ground right there, isn't it? I mean, come yeah. on. I want to get up and do a happy dance, run around the room right now. Whatever was trying to take you out couldn't take you out. And you are here right now today, just like these ladies, because you survived and there's a reason that you survived because mm -hmm. there's something great that you are going to do that's going to change the lives of so many ambassador you said take a breather i, I love that i just love that it's okay to mm -hmm. push pause isn't it ambassador it is if, even if you are a businesswoman if you are in ministry even if you just have a regular nine to five if it if it is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If it's, if it has, if it's almost going to damage your mental uh, health or your physical health or anything like that, if you are overdoing it, it's okay to take a breather. It's okay, even from your job, even from your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give my daughter a break because she deals with depression. I never dealt with that that I know of, but she has a four-year-old. That's nothing like my four-year-olds were. <laughs> He's 10 times worse. And so I try to give her a break because of the things that she deal with. And that's okay. It's okay for her to have a break from her, her, her son. And it's okay for, for you as a mother or a father, if you're raising your kids to take a breather, make some adjustments and have some alone time with you and God. It's okay. It's okay. And I love how you put that in a timeline there to take a break. Hey, take a breather, make adjustments, have some alone time with God. So it is in that take a break, take a breather. That's when we can straighten it all out. You mm -hmm. can't when you're just right. You need to exhale. There's no clarity. You can't. A lot of times when you're busy, 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 you can't hear right god is speaking but you can't hear because you you're on the move you, you can't get clarity if you take that break make the adjustments write the stuff down that needs to be written down you you can hear better take mm. take a breather take a breather i love that all right how do people find you reach out to you to get this book or to get more information about you okay well you guys can find me i have two facebook pages you can find me um at Sanina, his servant low, or you can find me at Sanina low. You can find me on Instagram at woman dot 
of.youth. Also, I have a business page on Facebook. It's Heart for You Cleaning Services. And I have Instagram business page, Heart for You LLC. Um, also, let me see, what else do I have? That's it. You can find me on all those um, pages. Lord, my mind went blank. <laughs> that is perfect. And thank you for dropping all of that, all that, all those diamonds and gold on us tonight. This has been so empowering, Ambassador. Thank you so much. And we'll circle back to, to, um, to, so don't go anywhere. Just stay, <laughs> stay there. Okay. Uh, Miss Michelle, hey, is there anything on your heart that you didn't get to say that's, that you really want to? And if somebody's sitting there kind of like, mm, yeah, maybe I do want to get that book. Who is this book for? Um, who should be purchasing this book? And what is it going to do for them? And then, of course, tell people how they can get the book from you, or from you, excuse me, or reach out to you. So I would say the book is for everyone. I, I think everyone can really use the book um, because of the details that's in there. Um, for me, I believe that um, it's a quote that I put in the book by Jane Fonda. And she said that the challenge, the challenge in life is not to be perfect, but it's to be whole. And if you're looking for a way and you're stuck somewhere trying to be whole, I believe that this book is a guide for you. It's not the the guide, the book that you should be reading every day anyway, but I believe this will be a stepping stone to help you get unstuck. It was something in, in this book from every, every author will blow your mind and help you to move towards that goal that you just stuck in or you feel like you can't make it in. So I would say the book is for everyone and, and why you should read it because it's encouraging. It's going to encourage your heart. It's going to help you come out of some things. It's going to show you you in every path or some way you're going to be able to relate to any story in this book. And I believe that it's, it's something good for everyone. And especially young women, read the book, get the book. Read the book, get the book. And is there anything else that is resonating with you that you didn't get a chance to share? Um. No, I mean, I no. said it all. Just, just get the, like, look, it's time to be whole. Like, we can't, we can't be stuck no longer. It's time to really just come out, ask for help, like seek help. Because that's one of our biggest problems. We get lost and we get caught up in places and things and high ticket items that think those things make us. But if we're not whole inside, then those things don't even matter. They don't matter anyway because they're going to depreciate as soon as you drive it off the lot. As soon as you walk out the store with it, it no longer has the same value. So why not value you? That's good. Yourself more. It's so good. And that's thing that no one could ever take away from you is what you put in you just get the book like get the book and let's get hold together like we have to get hold together isn't it's enough of playing games it's enough of just selling yourself short it's enough of just not being you because you want to be everybody else you wow. have your own unique identity live in it let's go 
I love that. It's time to be whole. Boom. I mean, can you, can, is there any more of a powerful message than that, Michelle? It's time to be whole, not perfect. Whole. Get the book. <laughs> Get the book. And I think that all of us have Get things in our lives <laughs> that we want to see. Get the book. We want to see become whole. So, Michelle, how do people reach out to you and find you? So I'm on Facebook as Michelle Austin. That's A-L-S-T-O-N. I'm on Instagram as M2G Monet, number two. Um, I'm on Twitter, Mickey102. I'm on LinkedIn as Michelle Ann. And my website is under construction right now because we're redesigning it. Um, but I am M2GMonet.com. We'll be alive in the next week or less. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about your amazing stories and a little about your chapter. You are just such incredible women with such strong conviction of the call of God on your life. It's so beautiful and so empowering. Thank you for being transparent tonight, Ambassador and Michelle, and sharing your story. And I want to thank everybody who is here watching now or later. Your story matters. It's time to get whole by the book. <laughs> your story matters. Your voice matters. There is somebody out there, somebody's out there right now that are waiting to hear from you. You are the answer. You are the answer to their prayer, right? So remember, you're here on purpose with a purpose by design, not by default. Go out there and get the book and be the salt and the light everywhere you go. We'll see you later. Bye.